Welcome to the Doctor's Nutrition Show with Doctors Jim and Janine Fox. Together, they bring over 50 years of combined experience helping people just like you attain better health through interpretation of lab work, nutrition, supplementation, and lifestyle changes. And now, here are the Doctors Fox with the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Welcome back to the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. I think today, uh, today Janine, we've got some something. Well, I know we've got something very important for everybody, but it's about bone density and some of the drugs that's being used for you know, trying to increase bone density in females. And actually, according to the latest research, might be going the other way. Right. And in, with bone density, yes, this study was done on females, but bone right. density is also an issue with males. Yeah, guys do have that problem, too. We don't are. They? And as mm-hmm. we're seeing more and more low testosterone in men, we, we sure are have. seeing actually a lower bone density. And we in are. men, a lot of times, it's a sugar handling problem. So diet true. change is important in both sexes on whether you increase bone density or not. That's very true. But we're going to talk about the research and what it's saying. What are the headlines to that research? Well, the headlines say medication to prevent osteoporotic fractures may hinder the repair of damaged tissue. Right. Hinder the repair. So you're taking it to help the bone density, and it may be keeping the bone from repairing. Actually, it will. And this is a class of drugs, and they're so common, it's not even They are. There's a lot of people out there taking them. They're they're called bisphosphonates. Bis meaning two. Anyhow, chemically, it's it's a pair of phosphonates that are put together that uh, slow down something called osteoclastic activity in the bone. And there's a whole host of these things. I mean, now the most common ones that you see so much is Fosamax, Zometa, Reclast, Boniva, uh, Actinel. Uh, there's others. There's a whole bunch of others in that family. But needless to say, there's been talk over the years about this thing, about this particular class of drugs causing issues like, uh, for instance, one is a, a jaw jawbone uh, deterioration. deterioration right. in, in there's actually many, you know, ask dentists. Dentists yeah. are always... Um, not really liking these drugs because they go to do some dental work and they can't do it because there's not enough bone to work with, especially on things like implants. And, right. you know, they can't, the bone is not strong enough in the jaw and they've known for years that it is actually decreasing. Right. And deteriorating into a point of even severe deterioration in the yeah. jaw bones. Now, this study really was looking at, it was not looking at jaw bones. There's no, been many, many, many research come out about that. Right. And, uh, a lot of people know that risk right. because it's been out there for so long. But one of the new things they're looking at in a lot of the research is actually increasing fractures in long bones and why. Right. And this was looking at what is it actually doing that might be hindering the repair of the bone. And what it looked at is some crystals that were they were finding these drugs form in the bone that are much larger than normal. And they think it makes them unstable and not as dense. Right. And th- they came up with a an advanced, if you will, electron microscope to be able to see these things. Because in a normal microscopic uh, examination, you, c- you can't really tell what it is. But they, through this uh, nanotechnology, which is one of the fastest growing areas in medicine, really, and being able to see these crystals, they realize that these are not normal. They're not and, normal crystals. And right. The, the normal crystals actually do help the strength of the bone right so i shouldn't say it doesn't increase density because sometimes on imaging it It might look more dense but when you come to bone strength it is not it actually you know hurts the anytime you like build a building 
Right. If you have some weaknesses in areas, mm-hmm. it can actually make it more vulnerable to mm-hmm. collapse. And that's the same thing they're finding out with these bones. Right. Um, you don't, people are taking it to decrease fractures. And in some cases, it is, in, they show if you're taking it long enough, it can increase fractures. Yeah, there's been, you know, uh, anecdotal evidence, you know, time and time and time again, where, <clears throat> where people, especially females, taking these things, step off a curb and break a long bone. Right. I mean, a long-term use, stepping off a curb, something that simple, um, that's what, six inches or so, and you step off a curb and boom, you break, you break a, especially right. the hip bones. Or the, now, uh, he talked about, you know, got to talk about a little bit about osteoblastic and osteoclastic activity. Yeah, that's... Because that kind of makes, it to me, when you explain that it makes sense on why it wouldn't be the best thing for the bone right and what you have is those drugs are known to slow down osteoclastic activity right we have two two forms of activity in these bones and they're constantly being turned over like say the average bone cell lasts about five to seven years and then you know it's old it's worn out it's done its thing now we got to have a new one and the osteoclast is a an activity in the bone cell where it actually deteriorates those old bone breaks them down right so recycles you, things so then you can put down new bone which is an osteoblast exactly right. so there's yes. both now these drugs they've always known that it does not increase osteoblastic activity no. it only increases osteoclastic so it, it might keep the bone from breaking down as fast but if you can't lay new bone down on top of it or mm-hmm. don't promote that then you're actually getting older bone. Right. And older bone is not necessarily healthier bone. It could actually look more dense and imaging, but it's actually weaker. It's more fragile. Right. Right. So that was the whole point of this is showing, yes, they're showing differences in the crystallization Mm -hmm. in these bones. Right. And so it's not normal bone later. And so, you know, if you're listening out there and you're taking one of these medications, you may want to look at other things that you can do to help bone density. And bone density is important. Oh, no and doubt. And, you know, it is one of the things we want to talk about is how they look at bone density when it comes to the DEXA scan is probably your most common, but there's other brand name machines out there. But uh, DEXA is actually a, uh, the probably the most common form it is, of It is. It's a bone density. It's right. A now, dual energy x-ray is what it is. And yeah. what you have is you have both a T-score and a Z-score. And people right. don't understand that. People bring me the reports every day. And I said, well, do you understand what the T and the Z score are? And they said, no, nobody explained it to me. So that's the first thing is people need to understand how to look at their own um, reports or even get copies of them. And we'll be happy to look at them for you and explain it to you. Because when you look at the scores, the T score is comparing to you, comparing whoever has it, male or female, Mm -hmm. to a young adult of the same sex. Right. So basically about a 25-year-old. Yeah. And when we talk about... You know, osteoporosis and osteopenia, yes, people think of women. Mm-hmm. But like we said earlier, it men can be can men too. too. So, yeah, but, sure you know, of course, if it's a female, it's going to mm-hmm. compare you to a young adult female. Now, there's no doubt there's going to be a bone difference in a 25-year-old female mm-hmm. and an 80-year-old female. There's going to be. Well, it's got to be. Because part of aging is to lose bone density. Mm-hmm. So that is your T-score. Mm-hmm. And at any time it's in the negative, it means you've, you're lower than the comparison the 25 year old -old. okay then you look at the z-score z-score is age matched so it actually matches it to your age which to me is a better indicator because you look at okay everybody my age what is their bone density how do i stack up against them exactly and if you're way worse than other people of your age then the problem is worse no doubt so i always like to look at the z-score although many many times they don't even mention it talk to you about it but it's usually on the report 
Oh, it's typically always on report. It's on the report, but the doctors never mention it to most mm-hmm. of their patients. They always compare them to the young adult. And part of aging is going to lose some bone. So you want to, but you do want to keep from losing as much as you possibly can. No doubt about it. So there are things you can do. Number one thing is to look and see if you are taking something that depletes your bone. And one of the biggest problems we see with that, and I mean, we see this one daily, uh, where people come in, male and female, and they're taking some sort of acid reducers and other things that actually interfere with them absorbing nutrients, especially calcium. Right. And so you look at the, I mean, acid reducers are one of the biggest class of drugs out there, probably bigger than the bone density drugs. Yep. And so people come in, they're taking this medication and they have a bone density test and it shows that they're losing bone. And the first thing they do is just add another drug instead of saying, oh, this this medication's probably not great for you. Right. And let's do something different. So we always say if you do have acid reflux, do something different for acid reflux. Right. Those drugs definitely have been shown to make bone loss. And so as long as you're taking them, it is really hard to do anything to help increase them. That's true. So that's number one is to look at any class of drugs that might be making you lose bone. Yeah. Even, you know, unfortunately, uh, we even see this in a a lot of the drugs that are used for chemotherapies for various cancers and so on. And, yeah, that can be a complicating factor. And, yes, you have to have them. But, but you need to know about it. You need to you know need about to know. it, and there are things you can do yeah. to kind of work around it. The that. first thing is, you know, why am I losing bone? So right. you look at what you're taking. You look at your activity level, because True. everybody knows that if you stop doing anything, you're going to lose bone because you don't need the density. You don't right. need the bones to be stronger. Mm-hmm. So weight-bearing exercise, the research on it, is very good, and it is true. We've seen over the years, even little bitty women... If they do enough working out and lift enough weights, they don't lose the bone density the way the people that don't do as much That's true. lose it. One of, one of the things that we always uh, provide the, our females with is information about how to, how to do weight-bearing exercise without having to go to the gym and start dead, you know, deadlifting 500 pounds. Um, we use and we suggest using, uh, to all our female patients especially, it's easy to do, and it's a weight vest. You can go yeah. to the various, uh, you know, places like uh, your sports stores and so on right. and buy them. Even Wally World right. has them. Right, because if you're walking, walking has been shown to not really help density. It's no. great for your overall health. Yeah. But put a weight vest on while you're walking. Right. And that is going to do a little bit of weight bearing. Now, if you like lifting weights, do go it. for it. Because yeah. that actually really does help. We're not saying don't lift weights. We're just saying well, I have a lot of women that say... I'm not going to start lifting weights, but I do walk every day, you know, so, okay, let's put a weight vest on. So you have to do what it takes to actually, unfortunately, there's not a quick fix drug. Oh, no. And that's what a lot of people want in today's world is a quick fix. And these drugs that were supposed to be a quick fix are finding out they're actually increasing the problem. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, back to this weight bearing thing for just a moment. The reason we have to have or use the weight-bearing exercise is because our body and its infinite intelligence knows the more weight, more lifting, more uh, tonnage, if you will, that you're moving around, the more bone density it has to have. And it actually starts the process of making more osteoblasts. Right. The good guys. So that little bit of added weight when you're walking, and I well, like I say, Janine says it's, you know, we say it the awful time, I'm not going to go lift weights. But I'll put this vest on and we'll start with a few pounds and we work our way up to where it's 10, 15 pounds of extra weight. Do that and walk for 30 minutes. Now, okay, we've told the brain, hey, uh, you know, I, I need some extra bone here. And the bone will, the uh, well, the brain will actually re- start to process, start that osteoblastic process and start building some new bone cells. Right. So 
First is you want to make sure you're not doing something to lessen your bone. Right. You want to increase exercise and activity and weight-bearing exercises. And the other is let's talk about supplementation. And nutrients that we need, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, for years and years and years, and we still see this coming in, and the, the research is out there that shows you that uh, this can be detrimental, and we'll talk about that. They always say, you know, female come in and she's got a little bit of low bone density on a DEXA scan. Maybe it's just osteopenia. And, oh, you need 1,500 milligrams of calcium a day. Not necessarily. Actually, especially if you're taking some, some of these other drugs and medications, actually the research goes back four or five years showing that females, especially they did a study on females, for, they left us guys out of that one, but the females that took excessive, like 1,500 milligrams of calcium every day and didn't take the other cofactors in, 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 involved in it, actually increased their awareness or their actually ability to cause cardiovascular disease from excess calcium. Yeah, because you could lay calcium down as plaque. Right. And or all plaque has calcium in it. All plaque which, has calcium in it. What you want right. is you want the nutrients needed to keep that from happening and to decrease plaque in the arteries and right. to increase the bone density itself, which the K2, vitamin K2, has a lot of research. And that's one of the new upcoming nutrients that mm-hmm. they're seeing more and more. Yes, vitamin D3 is also very important. And a lot of people have heard that. But right. even taking D3 and calcium together, some of the research shows it doesn't help bone density. That's true. And from experience, and we've done this a long time, we've done it for over 20 years, We've seen the same thing because yes. before we weren't using K2, we could put all the nutrients in someone and they still did not increase bone density. Right. Now we actually increase bone density most of the time. I can honestly Routinely. say most of the mm-hmm. women that we work with, their bone density increases. Right. One just this week that was 75 years old. So it doesn't matter. Even upper ages can mm-hmm. actually increase bone density. That's true. Um, so, But you have to have the K2 with your vitamin D, and you have to make sure your D levels are optimal, which is what blood tests are for. Right. You do, some women need extra calcium, some don't. That's what we we look at the lab work. Right. See what people need. And even then, you need stuff like magnesium and boron, and there's other minerals as well. Um, so in, like we said, decreasing, if you have a lifestyle whether it be smoking, which has been shown to increase bone, decrease, de- not increase, decrease, yeah, decrease, decrease bone density, yeah. smoking, I'm drinking excess soft drinks. Oh, yeah. They Those definitely know that decreases bone density. Is, is so there's a that. lot of things you can do um, activity-wise or mm-hmm. things that you can do, lifestyle changes to change that. And then you get your nutrients. Mm-hmm. And there's other supplements that are not necessarily vitamins and minerals that's been shown to help with bone density resveratrol right resveratrol um olive leaf extract believe mm-hmm. it or not you right. know for a while that when that came out you know it, we always use it as an antiviral antibacterial antifungal but they've shown that it increases bone density as well yeah and you know you mentioned the resveratrol you know that's something that right it's a great antioxidant and, and it's you know supposed to help us stay great younger and all that stuff right exactly. anti-aging we all like that anti-aging thing and there has been some research that shows that actually resveratrol increased osteoblastic activity. So, hey, right. it's a pretty good thing to do. Right. And we use a product. We had mentioned the D and the K. We use mm-hmm. one called ADK2. And right. vitamin A does play a role in activating your vitamin D. And K2 actually helps increase the bone density and decreases plaque in the arteries. Yeah. We use that and a lot of people along with something called ostinol, which right. is a bone morphogenic protein, which you don't right. hear as much of, no, but it I, actually I, stimulates osteoblastic activity too. Yes, it does. And that's something that we've seen. And, and you know, like Janine said, we've been doing this way too long, 
But over the years, we've had, before we got our hands on, so to speak, on the, uh, the austenol and the bone morphogenetic protein, we'd see people that we would try, and they, their bone density might stabilize, but it never really got any better. We added that austenol or that bone morphogenetic protein. And, and the K2. And the K2. And so on. once we got the, the full package, if you will, put together, the big protocol we use, then all of a sudden we started seeing increases. Right. We see a lot of people that we increase their bone density. Exactly. Now, again, and, it, and we there's evidence on DEXA scan. That yeah. It's not just somebody saying, I think my bone de- bones feel better. Yeah, I can feel um, better. Yeah, I, had right. a, I had a man just a couple weeks ago, and he come in and he said, this stuff's really helping because he had had bone loss. It was a, a male with bone loss, and yeah. we had put him on with some things, and he said, this is really helping. And I said, have you had another DEXA scan? He said, no. Like, well, how do you know it's helping? And he said, I don't hurt no more. So... At least yeah. that's a step, but you really okay. want to do the scan yeah. to see for sure what you're doing. But doing lab work is so important because there's other factors, too, for bone density, like thyroid. If someone right. is taking too much thyroid medication, right. it definitely decreases bone density. So you have to look at factors like that. You may be taking too much of a different medication, like we said. Right. Now, if you are if you have a hypothyroid, yes, you need medication, but you want it at a normal level. You don't want to have, people think more is better. It's not necessarily no. always better. They're always wanting to do that because of their old weight they issues. Think, yeah. They think it's a weight thing, but no, I always say, yeah, I see some little skinny people with underactive thyroid. That's true. And we see some people overweight that have overactive thyroid. So you really can't, Go by weight alone, and yes, sometimes it lowers metabolism some, but more is not necessarily better because especially for the bone loss that it can cause. And then like the increased stress hormone that we see, cortisol. Cortisol Mm -hmm. Cortisol is, everybody out there probably has heard before that taking medical steroids decreases bone density. True. If you've ever taken it, they always say you got to be careful with the bone density because medical steroids, that's another drug that you got to look at if you're having bone loss. That's very true. Your own body produces cortisol and it's your own body steroid. Mm -hmm. But if that cortisol gets way too high due to stress, Mm -hmm. then it can actually lower bone density as well. So that's why we say doing lab work can help bone density, not just in those few factors, but as an overall look at your health. Well, you know, and you you bring up the fact. I mean, I, I know we beat this this horse a lot about you know the, the doing the lab work and so on because without the lab work, you don't know. Right. You know, it's like I always kind of equate it back to your car. You know, you just don't go out, raise the hood of your car, and start pouring oil in it without checking it first. If you do, okay, might have wrong. an overflow. You <laughs> might have an overflow, and you know, it's it's not something that you don't need it. Now, periodically, you check the oil in your car or have someone do it because you may need more. But you check it first, and the blood work in the human body, that's what you're doing, is you're checking your oil, so to speak. Right, and most of the time, your very, very basic, healthy you, is Mm -hmm. what most of the insurance companies call it, blood work doesn't give you enough information, because it doesn't check the thyroid, it doesn't check the cortisol, it doesn't check the vitamin D, Mm -hmm. it it doesn't check enough things. Now, we have panels, and you can go on our website, and you can look under labs, and we're coming up with a new website soon, so it's going to be much better and much more information information on it but for now you still can see what's in the panels and we can order those panels in most places in the united states so just give us a call and we can see which one might be best for you with your issues that you have whether it be bone density or another health issue or a couple health issues or a combination of those things right so that's the best thing to do is to call us and we can get that and then we can suggest what you may need to help that bone density and help your underlying problems. Yeah, you brought up something about just giving us a call, and, and we've got a toll-free number, so it's 800-824-0194. And when you call that number, 
you can actually get a free consultation. We don't charge for this. Right. Uh, so it's free. Free consultation with one of the doctors there. Me, you, Dr. Bull, somebody there will talk to you. One of us doctors will actually talk to you and help you determine what you need. It's right. Because, because it's everybody is different. It yeah. is. And like, just like we mm-hmm. mentioned, you know, in men, sometimes it is low testosterone. Yeah, it can so be. if that is the case, that's one thing that has to be addressed. Right. And so you, you do want to look at it on an individual issue. Everyone's not the same. And unfortunately, in medicine, you go in, they show low bone density, they put you on one of these drugs. Right. Um, doesn't matter with underlying problems. They don't say, oh, you've been on steroids for 20 years and that's the cause. Right. So that's what you have to look at. You right. have to look at the cause you have to look at your underlying problems and you have to do whatever you have to do to fix it That's because right. you don't want to break there's no doubt i think all of us agree medically uh i mean everybody agrees you don't want fractures in your upper ages no it is a bad thing and it does and that's what they scare scare people oh you're gonna you know break a hip and that leads to other things there's no doubt breaking a hip leads to other things no doubt i agree but it doesn't mean that just because that you say that means that the drug they give you is going to help that's true so you have to take it into your own hands. You have mm-hmm. to decide you're going to make your own health better. And that's what we're for is to help you take control of your own health. That's what it's all about, Janine, really, is, is helping these people that are listening to this, helping you take control of your own health. Right. Sounds so, pretty simple. It is. Well, And if you got enough guidance, it can be. Yep, it uh, can be. And you and can do it. Do. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we wanted to get across is that there are things you can do. We're not just going to say, okay, this drug doesn't work and there's nothing else you can do about it. No. We want to say there are problems with the medications. There's no doubt. No doubt. And because there's problems, there are, are, are alternatives. Right. And that's what you have to decide if you want to do that or not. And if you do and you need help, just give us a call. Now, you can also go to our Facebook page. We're putting out information every day. Mm-hmm. So go like us on Facebook. Actually follow us there. Mm-hmm. You can see we have specials. We'll have specials on different things. And so a lot of people get a lot right. of good yeah. information from mm-hmm. that. Um, with lab testing, it talks about it on our website, not in depth. But you can actually give us a call and we'll help you more. Yeah, we'll go. We'll get in depth for you. So hopefully you've kind of learned a little bit about, uh, you know, and if you happen to be one of the people taking one of these bisphosphonates or something else, uh, for your bone density, and you know you have low bone density, and you've maybe been hesitant about it, know that there's something else that you can do. And that's what we're here for at Doctors Nutrition, is to help you, again, take control of your own health. That's what it's all about. So, for now, we'll let you go, and we'll see you next time. But for now, Janine, uh, I think everybody's got some information they can work with. That's right. Well, so join that. us next time on the Doctors Nutrition Show. That's right. See ya. So long, and thanks for listening to the Doctor's Nutrition Show with Doctors Jim and Janine Fox. This show is a presentation of DoctorsNutrition.com. Find out more by going online to DoctorsNutritionMedia.com for archives of these shows, along with archived Doctor's Nutrition TV shows with the Doctors Fox. You can also call our toll-free customer service number, 1-800-824-0194, where there is never a charge to talk to one of our doctors.